At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Today, the final farewell. A service of remembrance and celebration for Queen Elizabeth II. The world honoring her unwavering grace and remarkable reign as Britain's longest-serving monarch. Across the United Kingdom, tributes marking her commitment to duty during her 70 years on the throne. And now, the new guard, the Queen's heirs, meeting the moment. I shall endeavor to serve you with loyalty, respect, and love as I have throughout my life. The royal family uniting this morning to say goodbye at Westminster Abbey before Her Majesty makes the journey to the centuries-old St. George's Chapel on the grounds of Windsor Castle to be laid to rest alongside her beloved husband, Prince Philip. And we are here in London to witness history. This is an NBC News special, The Funeral of Queen Elizabeth II. Here are Savannah Guthrie, Lester Holt, and Hoda Kotb. And good Monday morning, everybody. We're glad to be with you. We come on the air early this morning, 5.30 a.m. on the East Coast, 10.30 in the morning here in London. Houghton and I joined by Lester Holt on a solemn day of remembrance and a moment of history as the world pauses to remember Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, more than a week of events, mourning and honoring the Queen are about to culminate with a state funeral, which will be unlike anything we have ever seen before. The royal family will be joined by some 2,000 guests for the service, including heads of state from around the world, President Biden and the First Lady among them. They arrived about uh, 15 minutes ago, up to a million people lining the streets of London to pay their respects. A public holiday here today in honor of the Queen. Temperatures right now in the upper 50s, as people you see crowded there. Uh, around the what will be the procession route a bit later on. Mm -hmm. And by some estimates, billions will be watching from afar. Billions. And those who have the privilege of lining these streets are getting a close-up look at the monarch as he makes his way to where these mm. events will unfold today. So let us give you an idea of how this day will play out. Ahead of today's event, we did see those mourners, the final mourners in a long queue to view the queen file past her coffin overnight as she lay in state. In all, hundreds of thousands mm. paid their respects over four full days of lying in state. That line miles long at sometimes the wait could be as long as 24 hours. Yeah, as we saw on Friday, King Charles and his brothers and sister stood vigil by the Queen's side. On Saturday, the Queen's eight grandchildren, including Princes William and Harry, did the same. It was somber, emotional scenes as the royal family mourns their beloved mother, their grandmother, and their queen. We want to walk you through now what's about to unfold in just a few minutes. We'll see many of them back together following behind the Queen's coffin on its way from Westminster Hall to Westminster Abbey. That will happen just before 6 a.m. Eastern Time. 
King Charles, his siblings, and his sons all expected to be a part of that gun carriage procession. And once the procession arrives at Westminster Abbey, the funeral will get underway. It will last about an hour. The dean of Westminster will conduct the service. It'll be followed by another procession through London where decorated health workers, police and servicemen and women will also be walking alongside the Queen. And from there, the Queen's coffin will be driven to Windsor Castle, then another procession to St. George's Chapel for a committal service set to get underway at 11 a.m. Later, a private burial service at the King George VI Memorial Chapel, where the Queen's father and mother are also Mm -hmm. buried. Her beloved husband, Prince Philip, will be moved and placed next to her following the funeral. Well, that lays out the day's <laughs> events. It will be a day of mourning, of solemn remembrance, of gratitude and affection for Britain's mm-hmm. longest-serving monarch, a staggering 70 years on the throne. And mm-hmm. we will be with you as we all witness history together this morning. And as we await those arrivals and moments away, uh, the Queen's coffin being There's- moved from Westminster Hall to Westminster Abbey, we see now King Charles and Prince William, Prince of Wales, now arriving we want to turn to our senior international correspondent, Keir Simmons. And Keir is at Westminster Abbey alongside us here where the funeral will take place. And Keir, we will watch history unfold today. We really will, uh, Savannah. It is breathtaking, uh, majestic, uh, humbling, honestly, to be uh, this close to a state funeral uh, not seen uh, in this century. Behind me, members of the royal family just arriving at the west gate of this this towering abbey, and we await uh, the Queen's casket carried on a a Royal Navy gun carriage uh, to uh, the west gate here. On her left will be kings and queens, the first, uh, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, buried in the abbey there and on her right statues of statespeople from history Churchill who held had the last state funeral at the behest of Queen Elizabeth herself Abraham uh, Lincoln Gandhi uh, Mandela a statue of Mandela she she will pass uh, the South African leader who whenever he was in London she invited for lunch uh, and for tea uh, and lining uh, the the streets uh, airmen soldiers sailors paying their last respects. 10,000 servicemen and women here because, of course, she was their uh, commander-in-chief. Bring out the coffin. Let the mourners come, Savannah. The words of W.H. Auden, that great British-American poet. I thought love would last forever. I was wrong. And so many people in this congregation, uh, on these streets and watching around the world thought that Queen Elizabeth would last forever, would last instead, forever. Instead, we have a day instead, of we have. Um, and I think that, um, mm. Simmons for us. Boy, the beautiful sentiment there. We are watching Princess Kate being driven up as we're watching other members of the royal family uh, arrive at the church. NBC's Kelly Cobier is watching this morning's events unfold. Uh, she's in Buckingham Palace for us. Hey, Kelly. Good morning to you guys. Yeah, we're here at what is really the heart of the monarchy, Buckingham Palace. This is the administrative center uh, of the royal family and also was the home for Queen Elizabeth for so many years, for decades. Uh, This is where the procession will pass by after her funeral. And you can see people are already uh, lined up. They were here very early in the morning trying to get prime position to see that uh, procession uh, go past. This is, of course, a place where 
where uh, the Crown and the public meet and have met over the decades. It's that famous balcony where we've seen the royal family, where Queen Elizabeth uh, appeared after her coronation, after her wedding to Prince Philip back in 1947. It's been the scene of so many iconic moments and images over the years, including just in June when we saw the Queen standing on the balcony for her Platinum Jubilee. Later today, of course, uh, her procession will pass by this palace one last time. People, as I said, gathered here uh, to see her go by one last time. And while they won't be able to watch the service, we do hear an announcement every once in a while saying that they will be able to listen to the service as soon as it begins at 11 o'clock. Guys. Kelly Cobiea, thanks very much. We saw a moment ago uh, a, a glimpse of the, uh, the vehicles were approaching the Abbey here, uh, uh, Prince George and Charlotte, who we only learned yesterday will now be taking part in, uh, in part of what we'll be seeing here very shortly. So we said following the funeral service, the Queen's coffin is going to be taken to Windsor for a procession along the long walk before a committal service in St. George's Chapel. NBC's Molly Hunter is with mourners along the route there, Molly. Lester, Savannah, Hoda, good morning to you. We are about three quarters of the way up the long walk, and I do just want to move the camera to give you a sense of how many people are already out here. They're expecting hundreds of thousands of people to line this long walk. Some people have been here since the early hours, and you do see the big screens behind me. So that is at full volume. There are a bunch of big screens on the long walk for people to watch. Everyone has their chairs set up. They're watching. You do hear some applause. And they're all they're very quiet right now. You do hear some applause sometimes when when certain individuals have shown up. And I do just want to swing the camera up so you can see where the coffin will be going. It will be going up the long walk this direction, then through the Cambridge gates into Windsor Castle. Uh, the mood here, of course, and you can see it on people's faces, is one of respect, is reverence. But there's also a lot of excitement to all be together, to be witnessing this together, guys. And Molly, we are witnessing uh, an extraordinary scene as well. Princess of Wales, Catherine and her children, her eldest children, Prince George, now heir to the throne, and Princess Charlotte, who unexpectedly, as Lester mentioned, we just learned yesterday, would take place and attend the funeral of the littlest one, Louis, just four years old, source of much <laughs> excitement and amusement when he would make appearances on the royal balcony for the Jubilee is staying home. But now Queen Consort Camilla, they're entering Westminster as this funeral is just moments away, the gun carriage there waiting to once again hold the coffin, the casket of Queen Elizabeth, which is in Westminster Hall this morning, awaiting the movement, the solemn movement, a few mm -hmm. moments, not far here to Westminster Abbey. It's been remarkable how public the royal family has been in their grief, uh, often appearing at the gates of Buckingham and where people were laying flowers, sharing the moment, a nation bonded, certainly, by this by this sad passing. And the number of people who waited in these long lines. I was struck by Wilfred Frost, who joins us now. So many people who said, I just couldn't stay home. I had to come because it, it meant so much they wanted to be in a collective group. Absolutely. Two more days as well of <clears throat> lying in state than her father. And yet the, the queue had to be closed <laughs> on, on multiple occasions. Extraordinary commitment from the people to, to want to say goodbye to their queen. But, but I also quite agree with 
Leicester, the family have been unbelievable. And there's a higher concentration in the Abbey today of world leaders and royalty than there has ever been anywhere. But this is also a family saying goodbye to their mother and grandmother. And I think that will add a very real sadness to, to proceedings on top of this pomp and ceremony. Mm-hmm. By the way, those are the bells in the Abbey you're hearing. We are near uh, a Big Ben. Big Ben will be sounding during the procession. very poignant moment we're watching and uh, there's a quote I just heard from the Queen that seems so appropriate right now I actually wrote it down when when I was listening to her say it and she said this we are all visitors to this time to this place we're just passing through our purpose here is to observe to learn to grow to love and then we return home Uh, Daisy McAndrew is joining us she's a NBC News Royal commentator Daisy, this is such a poignant, beautiful moment. Uh, Describe what we're seeing there. So you can see the members of the Royal Navy there um, in front and behind the Queen's coffin. The Queen's coffin has been laid on that uh, Royal gun carriage. That is the same gun carriage uh, that carried Queen Victoria's coffin in 1901. In those days, at that funeral, she was moved um, from the Isle of Wight to London and on to Windsor Castle. On the final leg of that journey, the horses that were pulling that carriage bolted. They apparently 
apparently hadn't been exercised properly and were a bit too frisky. And they, um, at one point, it was thought to great horror that Queen Victoria's coffin was going to fall off it. But some very quick thinking, members of the Royal Navy grabbed some ropes and they pulled the carriage themselves without the horses. And ever since then, that has been the tradition. The king, uh, Queen Victoria's son, said that from now on he wanted the monarch's coffin to be pulled by the Royal Navy as a sign um, of gratitude towards them. So that's what you can see um, in front of you there. Um, the, the, the naval officers behind the coffin are there as a form of break, um, and obviously the ones in front are pulling it uh, on ropes on top of the coffin you can see the royal standard and there is the imperial crown. Um, you can also see uh, the round object is the orb and the stick-like object is the scepter. Um, the imperial crown has 2,868 diamonds, 17 sapphires, 11 emeralds, 4 rubies and 269 pearls. Queen's Coffin now making this the beginning of a, what's about a thousand foot journey. One of the pipes that the Queen reportedly loved, especially in the mornings at her beloved Balmoral in Scotland. So much of what we are seeing is steeped in history and the gun carriage that Daisy mentioned also, of course, carried the Queen's father at his <laughs> funeral in 1952 when she, at 25 years old, suddenly was thrust into this role.
Jeremy Percy and Cody Gorge. Quick, bad!
Barty, stand still. Barabati, slow march.
in grief and also in, <clears throat> in profound thanksgiving, we come to this house of God, to a place of prayer, to a church where remembrance and hope are sacred duties. Here, where Queen Elizabeth was married and crowned, we gather from across the nation, from the Commonwealth, and from the nations of the world to mourn our loss, to remember her long life of selfless service and ensure confidence to commit her to the mercy of God, our Maker and Redeemer. With gratitude, we remember her unswerving commitment to a high calling over so many years as Queen and Head of the Commonwealth. With admiration, we recall her lifelong sense of duty and dedication to her people. With thanksgiving, we praise God for her constant example of Christian faith and devotion. With affection, we recall her love for her family and her commitment to the causes she held dear. Now, in silence, let us in our hearts and minds recall our many reasons for thanksgiving. Pray for all members of her family and commend Queen Elizabeth to the care and keeping of Almighty God. O merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the resurrection and the life, in whom whosoever believeth shall live, though he die, and whosoever liveth and believeth in him shall not die eternally, who has taught us by his holy apostle St. Paul not to be sorry as men without hope for them that sleep in him. We meekly beseech thee, O Father, to raise us from the death of sin unto the life of righteousness, that when we shall depart this life, we may rest in him, as our hope is, this our sister doth, and that at the general resurrection in the last day, we may be found acceptable in thy sight, and receive that blessing which thy well-beloved Son shall then pronounce to all that love and fear thee, saying, Come, ye blessed children of my Father, receive the kingdom prepared for you from the beginning of the world. Grant this, we beseech thee, O merciful Father, through Jesus Christ, our Mediator and Redeemer.
Now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that sleep. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order. Christ, the first fruits. Afterward, they that are Christ at his coming. Then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign till he hath put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labour is not in vain in the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also, and from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. Thanks be to God.
come Holy Spirit and fill our hearts with the balm of your healing love. Amen. The pattern for many leaders is to be exalted in life and forgotten after death. The pattern for all who serve God, famous or obscure, respected or ignored, is that death is the door to glory. Her late majesty famously declared on a 21st birthday broadcast that her whole life would be dedicated to serving the nation and commonwealth. Rarely has such a promise been so well kept. Few leaders receive the outpouring of love that we have seen. Jesus who in our reading does not tell his disciples how to follow, but who to follow, said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Her late majesty's example was not set through her position or her ambition but through whom she followed. I know His Majesty shares the same faith and hope in Jesus Christ as his mother, the same sense of service and duty. In 1953, the Queen began her coronation with silent prayer, just there, at the high altar. Her allegiance to God was given before any person gave allegiance to her. Her service to so many people in this nation, the Commonwealth and the world, had its foundation in her following Christ, God himself, who said that he came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. People of loving service are rare in any walk of life. Leaders of loving service are still rarer. But in all cases, those who serve will be loved and remembered when those who cling to power and privileges are long forgotten. The grief of this day, felt not only by the late Queen's family, but all round the nation, the Commonwealth and the world, arises from her abundant life and loving service, now gone from us. She was joyful, present to so many, touching a multitude of lives. 
And we pray today especially for all her family, grieving as every family at a funeral, including so many families around the world who have themselves lost someone recently. But in this family's case, doing so in the brightest spotlight. May God heal their sorrow. May the gap left in their lives be marked with memories of joy and life. Her late majesty's broadcast during COVID lockdown ended with, we will meet again. Words of hope from a song of Vera Lynn. Christian hope means certain expectation of something not yet seen. Christ rose from the dead and offers life to all, abundant life now and life with God in eternity. As the Christmas carol says, where meek souls will receive him, still the dear Christ enters in. We will all face the merciful judgment of God. We can all share the Queen's hope, which in life and death inspired her servant leadership. Service in life, hope in death. All who follow the Queen's example and inspiration of trust and faith in God can with her say, we will meet again. Oh.
In confidence and trust, let us pray to the Father. Let us give thanks to God for Queen Elizabeth's long life and reign, recalling with gratitude her gifts of wisdom, diligence and service. O God, from whom cometh everything that is upright and true, accept our thanks for the gifts of heart and mind that thou didst bestow upon thy daughter Elizabeth, and which she showed forth among us in her words and deeds. And grant that we may have grace to live our lives in accordance with thy will, to seek the good of others, and to remain faithful servants unto our lives' end. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Confident in God's love and compassion, let us pray for all those whose hearts are heavy with grief and sorrow. Almighty God, Father of all mercies and giver of all comfort, deal graciously, we pray thee, with those who mourn, that casting every care on thee, they may know the consolation of thy love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for His Majesty the King and all the royal family, that they may know the sustaining power of God's love and the prayerful fellowship of God's people. Almighty God, the fountain of all goodness, we humbly beseech thee to bless our most gracious Sovereign Lord, King Charles, Camilla, the Queen Consort, William, Prince of Wales, and all the royal family. Endure them with thy Holy Spirit, enrich them with thy heavenly grace, prosper them with all happiness, and bring them to thine everlasting kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In recognition of Queen Elizabeth's service to this United Kingdom, let us rejoice in her unstinting devotion to duty, her compassion for her subjects, and her counsel to her ministers. And we pray for the continued health and prosperity of this nation. Almighty God, whose will it is that all thy children should serve thee in serving one another, look with love, we pray thee, on this nation. Grant to its citizens grace to work together with honest and faithful hearts each caring for the good of all, 
that seeking first thy kingdom and its righteousness, they may possess all things needful for their daily sustenance and the common good. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us give thanks for Queen Elizabeth's commitment to the Commonwealth throughout her reign, for her service and dedication to its people, and for the rich bonds of unity and mutual support she sustained. O almighty and everlasting God, hear our prayer for the Commonwealth and grant it the guidance of thy wisdom. Inspire those in authority that they may promote justice and the common good. Give to all its citizens the spirit of mutual honor and respect. And grant to us all grace to strive for the establishment of righteousness and peace, for the honor of thy name. Amen. We give thanks to God for Queen Elizabeth's loyalty to the faith she inherited through her baptism and confirmation and affirmed at her coronation, for her unswerving devotion to the gospel and for her steadfast service as Supreme Governor of the Church of England. Lord, we beseech thee to keep thy household, the Church, in continual godliness, that through thy protection she may be free from all adversities and devoutly given to serve thee in all good works, to the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray that we may be given grace to live as those who believe in the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the resurrection to eternal life. Bring us, O Lord God, at our last awakening, into the house and gate of heaven. To enter into that gate and dwell in that house where there shall be no darkness nor dazzling, but one equal light, no noise nor silence, but one equal music, no fears nor hopes, but one equal possession, no ends nor beginnings, but one equal eternity in the habitation of thy glory and dominion, world without end.
in confidence and hope. Let us pray to the Father in the words our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.
let us commend to the mercy of God our Maker and Redeemer, the soul of Elizabeth, our late Queen. Heavenly Father, King of kings, Lord and giver of life, who of thy grace in creation didst form mankind in thine own image, and in thy great love offerest us life eternal in Christ Jesus, claiming the promises of thy most blessed Son, we entrust the soul of Elizabeth, our sister here departed, to thy merciful keeping, in sure and so certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life, when Christ shall be all in all, who died and rose again to save us, and now liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit in glory for ever. Amen. Go forth, O Christian soul, from this world. In the name of God the Father Almighty who created thee, in the name of Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who suffered for thee, in the name of the Holy Spirit, who was poured out upon thee and anointed thee, in communion with all the blessed saints, and aided by the angels and archangels and all the armies of the heavenly host, may thy portion this day be in peace and thy dwelling in the heavenly Jerusalem. Amen.
God grant to the living grace, to the departed rest, to the church, the king, the commonwealth, and all people, peace and concord, and to us sinners, life everlasting. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always.
Westminster Hall in London where she was crowned and married. Queen Elizabeth II is laid to rest in a solemn ceremony attended by thousands and watched perhaps by billions around the globe. And her coffin now being carried for a long procession to her final resting place in Windsor, flanked by the bearer party who carries its weight and members of the royal family, including King Charles III, who now bears the duty that she held for 70 years. AT&T is opening connected learning centers across the country opening doors for students in need by giving them access to free high-speed internet, computers, and educational resources that can keep them learning. It's just part of our ongoing commitment to help more students stay connected. Because when students stay connected, they get closer to their dreams. To learn more, visit att.com slash connected learning.